Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, Tom, how's it going today? Pretty good. How you doing? Hanging in there again. Uh, welcome to another podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 25. Appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, I bet you'd like to know what we did the last two weeks. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I can tell you, they went by like a flash for, <laughs> for sure. We did uh, a lot of chapters out of the book to keep up with the curriculum that we need to keep up with. We definitely did... Um, and I don't want to minimize them, but it's a lot of stuff that we've covered through doing the permit. And so we, we still need to address this as part of the curriculum and part of the chapters that we need to you know go through to meet entry-level driver training. But to be honest with you, we didn't dwell on these chapters. And this is the point of the semester where we're not going to dwell. Like, we need to be outside driving as much as we can. So uh, a lot of, again, not to minimize, but a lot of minor chapters uh, that we did... Tire chains. Hey, was that this week or last? I don't remember. Oh, this that was this week. This is this week on. Yep, this week we did tire chains. Um, if you're a new listener, if you're an old listener, you know that we do that in person. If you're a new listener, we actually go through tire chains. We talk about them. We show stuff in the classroom, movies, and lecture, and then we actually go in, into the shop. We've got some tire chains, and we set all the students up with chains, and everybody gets the opportunity to, to actually throw the iron on a tire on an actual truck. So. That was something that we did. Um, that was this week. Do you remember what we did last week, Tom? I'm really searching my memory here. Yeah, it was, it was more chapter stuff. Um, we didn't do a lot of the hands-on, but mostly just covering chapters. Like you said, everybody's pretty well permitted at this point. So yeah, we, yeah. Wanted to, we wanted to hit the road as quickly as possible. We have, uh, just for clarification, we have one person that doesn't have a permit yet, and that's just because he is 17 years old. So they won't allow him to actually go down and take the test, which is kind of a bummer. He has to wait until October-ish, yeah, mid-October, I think. October 8th, I think he's taking his tests. Yeah, and, and that's, a, that's a real bummer because he can drive. He comes from the farm, so he's he's raring to go. But uh, he's he's got to sit on the back burner, and we'll catch him up, though, just as soon as he gets that permit taken. But everybody has passed their permits, and we are now driving. Yeah, and another thing with those permits, I was looking at my records today. I didn't. I don't have percentages, but I can tell you, no, nobody took more than three times on any given part of that. So that's an awesome thing, right there. Yeah, um, we didn't pass the first time through or nothing. That would be completely awesome. I'll buy these guys burgers if they do it. And what I put on the last podcast? Oh yeah, we, it would actually <laughs> have made it the title of our last podcast. It was something to do with. Uh, um, I don't know, shirtless and singing Barbie. And Barbie girl in pink hair. In yeah. pink hair and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll still do it. They got us. The next class gets the opportunity to step up, I guess. Yep. yep. And um, as everybody knows, he roped me into that as well. So it'll be a dual <laughs> thing. So there's that. Speaking of being roped into things. Uh-oh. Here we I go. I was just out in the shop. And uh, we're cleaning up today. So the, the, all the everybody's out there getting stuff cleaned up. But they're done. And uh, they're just putting the last touches on things and they said we have a golf cart out there that you know we used to run around the track and they said can we do a burnout with the golf cart well i ain't gonna do no doggone burnout right but i said sure go ahead so they tried it didn't i so you can't sit on it and do a burnout that is not gonna power <laughs> so I, I lift it up so we all lifted it up and they got it going as fast as it would go and then we put it down and it went burp <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you got to put a little soap under it. Yeah. So anyway, they they made us a deal. Emphasis on us. Us. They're okay. willing. So Tom and I are into motorcycles. Yep. And we, and we keep them here at the shop. You know, I, I keep mine here quite a bit. Tom, not as much as me, but I, I kind of keep one here. It's easier to ride for me from here. 
And uh, well, the deal was, they'll if they come up with the money, will we do a burnout in the shop with the bikes? If they come up with the money, if they get money to buy a new tire. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So they a, a real burnout. Yeah. Like 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 uh, smoke the shop like Ducci's bar and grill kind of burnout. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so so far the grand tally was a two dollar ticket off a subway, and another like somebody's pocket full of spare change. So so far we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they might not know how much those tires cost. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then there's the labor going into it, and yeah, all of that. So. I'll Anyhow. let you do that. You you have the stage four kit on yours. So. <laughs> it'll burn it quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's light, though. It'll it'll roast them up, that's for sure. So we're going to make T-shirts for the class, and they said we'd take a picture of it while I'm burning it and put it on the T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with truck driving, but I'm glad we're having fun. Not a lot. <laughs> not, not a lot at all. <laughs> I'm glad we're having fun with it. <laughs> so let's see. Chapter stuff that we did and tire chains we did and mason brothers came to visit us uh that was last friday they they always give a good presentation they they gave another you know good presentation i'm starting to get the all the reflections should be in today but i've seen a handful or half of uh, the class's reflections um you had about uh oh at least five chapters due today along with that presentation for sure so yeah they should, might be should be on your desk by now i'm guessing they might be in the class classroom working on stuff right now yeah we're, we're yeah. kind of they ended the, the wash day kind of early and they might be hammering some homework now i'm not sure i missed mason brothers kind of bummed about that they're always a fun yeah fun presentation yeah they they were good glad to have them in again um not, nothing new i mean you know nothing nothing news for for news for you tom but then today, which is we're recording this on on Friday, we had a new visitor with us, uh, Crow Wing Recycling, and they've got I believe he said nine locations within the state, but I think they're home based in Brainerd. Yes. Yep. So, I really actually liked them. They what I liked the best is their intrastate as and interstate, so they would appeal to any you know to to an eighteen year old that can't quite go interstate yet. Um. I thought their starting wage was in there. I mean, it's, it's certainly not, they're not overpaying anybody, but it's in there. And they had a 90 day review to bump you up a buck or two. And they had some in other incentives to raise your pay. So I think it's a pretty decent entry level job or, or even a job if you have worked at it that you would be at the top of the pay scale. And they're, I think they're a good uh, fit for us. It's yeah. another, uh, it's another niche that we're not covering, you know, as far as industry partners coming in. So yeah, I was pretty happy with them today. I'll be looking forward to having those guys back. Are they the ones that have the, uh, the 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 big black bathtub on the back that's really high center of gravity? I I can't remember if that's. I think so. Yeah, they seem running up and down ninety four all the time, but it, I just couldn't put the name with the with the company name that came in here today. So. Yeah, I think that's them, but yeah. um, I'm I'm unfamiliar. And again, I did not know they had the amount of locations and trucks and people right. And, you know, right. that they've got. So it's kind Good of an eye opening. Yeah, I, I would be happy to have them back again for sure. Um, another thing that happened uh, yesterday, actually. So we just were in the sixth week of school. Is that right, Dom? Yeah, week six. I think we're in week six right now. Um, for the first time, the class got the opportunity to drive backwards around the track. Ginverd. I think they were mad at me. 
<laughs> I had something else to do yesterday, and I, we took off and, and did a sp- kind of a special project. But my ears were ringing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a couple of them ask me, hey, can we still do the 90 degree if, if you know, if we're not backing around the track? And I was like, yeah, well, I'll set up the 90. We'll close down the middle spur so nobody's going up and down that. And then I started kind of realizing, you know, what's going to happen is there's going to be three trucks staged to do a 90 while one's doing a 90, and they're just going to be half the truck sitting. And mm-hmm. I was like, nah. So I, I decided not to put that up. And ah, you all get to go backwards. You get to all go backwards. <laughs> yep. So that was. They might not. They might not have appreciated it yesterday, but when they get out at that first job, they're sure going to appreciate it. It's funny because I've gotten phone calls after a class has graduated that I will take a call and somebody tells me their crazy circumstances they found themselves in. Mm-hmm. And it followed up by, I'm so glad you made us back around the track. I had to back up a whole mile. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. <laughs> Definitely helps. And I hear it almost every class. You know, somebody will get a hold of me. So that's a thing. That's good. Yep, for sure. So we covered a majority of the stuff we did over the last couple of weeks. Um, how many chapters do we have left, though? There can't be that many. Uh, no, there's not. I don't know how many exactly, but I'm um, looking through the. I was doing a bunch of grading today and looking through the grade book. We're probably easily be coming right up on it. We're literally yeah. testing as far as driving and pre-trip. Uh, what three three, three, three weeks? weeks? Yeah, and I sent that by the way to yeah. um, our contact over there. The, I, I have the list of order in which we're going. Right, made that today. Because okay. um, we have to have uh, all the chapters done. The, the curriculum needs to be taught in, yeah. in, in theory before they can actually go and take their the entry level the wheel. So. Yeah, the entry level driver training portion of the class has to be done by by the time they test. Right. Uh, that doesn't mean we're done. You know, I mean, we still have you know, you know, sliding axles and weights and the, you know, we, there's there's trip planning. I mean, there's plenty of stuff to do after, but um, the chapter's got to be done first. Yep. Anyhow, um, let's see. What was I going to say? Oh, we've got a, uh, certainly didn't forget. I'm sitting here staring at him. we got a guest speaker with us today, or a guest with us. Uh, who we have today is a member of the class, uh, Todd. So Todd from um, Wadena, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So thanks for joining us today, Todd. I know you got stuff that you'd like to get home to, and I appreciate <laughs> you spending a little bit of time with us. Why, why this the, uh, there's lots of truck driving programs. Why this one? Um, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Basically, um, hearing from my wife, she's heard a lot of really good things about it. And yeah, just the just hearing people talk about it and reviews saying that this is pretty much one of the best programs in the state of Minnesota. Yeah, right on. No, we always like to hear that for sure. Um, your wife, she works at Mason Brothers. Yep. Which is, um, you know, we just we just had them in. So you work at Mason Brothers too. Yes, I do. So you, what do you do? Once you tell, I, I know what you do. What do you, t- you know? Tell all the listeners here. What do you do? Um, pretty much what I do is I pick in the freezer. I uh, get the print out. They print out the stickers for me, and I go and pick the orders for individual stores. Uh, put on a pallet, and then sometimes I actually load up the load up the trailers for the drivers so all they have to do is come in grab the paperwork and take off and we talked a little bit do you plan when, when you're done here is is mason brothers the plan maybe um i'm going to keep my options open right now 
because right. there are there's a lot of job a lot of different jobs out there yeah uh, as as you know and we've talked before and we're kind of recapping stuff that i know we've talked about but it's kind of for more for the listeners i know you didn't ground yourself with masons you know, you know sure can go there but open mind to go elsewhere um and whatever you do I, you'll make a good decision no matter what because there's so many good opportunities but i'm glad that we do work with masons they, they're always good to us and i know that there's other places out there that are you know equally good i guess how does order picking work? Is it, do they have like the big conveyor system and everything that you um, with, shove things down in tubs down the tube? And uh, no, with Mason Brothers, what we have is they have like in the freezer they have aisles and they're labeled like ours is ninety, ninety one, ninety two, all the way up to ninety eight, and we get out the stickers and eat. They have slots numbered ninety one, thirty three B two. You grab that item, sticker it, put it on the pallet. And basically you build up, you go, it's almost like a, not really racetrack, but you just kind of go up and down the aisles, picking and building the pallet. And put the sticker, put the label on it saying which store it is. And then the, most of the time the loaders come into the freezer, grab it with their pallet jack, and go put it on the truck. Okay. You know, Tom, we should we should go there someday. I don't, not even as a class, like just you and me. Well, you know, I was talking to Sean Johns. He's our uh, dean of transportation, yep. and uh, he wants to see some use out of that bus that we had purchased for uh, oh, okay. our, our sports and athletic stuff that's going on. We we transport the sports teams to and from away games and things, um, but sometimes the bus sits a little bit longer than we'd like to see it. And there you go. You know, yeah, everybody that'd be a good jump one. on a bus. We could go do a field trip. Sure. Uh, yeah, you bet. That would so. be a good one. Uh, we we had talked a while back about maybe even going down to Brenny and St. Cloud. They're not too far away. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. And yeah. I'd like to try out ATS, too. We have not had ATS <clears throat> come in here, but they're also out of St. Cloud. So. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, Todd, what's been the most challenging thing? I mean, we've been here for six weeks. What's the most challenging thing? Learning how to drive was probably right away. Um, <laughs> when I was told, yeah, if you know how to drive a manual transmission vehicle, it was we're going to unteach you how to do it because it's totally different. <laughs> so, yeah, that was very eye-opening there on that part. And we weren't lying, huh? <laughs> oh, gosh, no. That was very eye-opening. I I struggled there. And I, um, yeah, I have started out with double clutching, and now I'm, try, I'm really getting used to floating gears now. I'm obviously still practicing. Uh, obviously, just yesterday, since we just started, driving backwards around the track that was very very interesting (laughs) (laughs) too bad i was gone i'd be out there taking pictures (laughs) (laughs) so the day before yesterday we rode together and i think it was just a little bit of polishing on that shifting that we got to work on some and of course staying straight turn late and watching the axles as you're coming around a corner but i think for the most part you're you're right there at average or above average for most of the class i would say so. sure yeah and actually speaking of that the class is average or above average yeah in uh, in, in general in yes. the yeah in the general scope of the 23 people within the class we've got two that are struggling yep so yep, yep. so shifting for sure um a bit so how did the backing go then uh the backing i think it went actually pretty good um just i think the biggest or the one of the hardest ones was going from turning one way and then the other way right away. That was kind of difficult. And when I ran into the problem is I was trying to avoid some of the 
workers on the side of the road and I was more focused on trying not to hit them I was backing to come around the one corner and I was actually getting closer to them and so that was very interesting I was but once I did once I've done it now a couple of times going around it's getting a lot easier now so for you uh, listeners out there we have some construction going on literally right next door to our track and as you know we have a, about a two mile track in total uh, so it's quite a distance to learn how to back around that um, we do have auxiliary trailers that are sitting out there we have that tanker that's sitting out there and then uh, there's some other construction that is done right here on campus within our carpentry program um, and some of their workers are also out there so all of these all, all of the all of our drivers have to avoid all of those obstacles and then of course on top of that once in a while we get law enforcement uh, that joins the track with us and and that adds a whole nother dynamic one of the nice things I think about that, though, is uh, it helps law enforcement because, you know, they need to be able to conduct traffic stops and, and deal with traffic that's whizzing by them, not that we're whizzing by or anything. And then if us, as far as truck drivers go, we need to be mindful of the pedestrians and other, other motorized vehicles that are out there as well. Yeah, I think so. it's a good deal, uh, all, all in all of the track. I mean, we kind of, I don't say own, but like use the lion's portion of the track, lion's share. Mm-hmm. But law enforcement's out there, and I think it's a good thing. Yep. Um, and and we got uh, we have the real the real deliveries, you know, shipping and receiving is kind of out there too. So right. Yeah, no, it's it's all a good thing. Um, Todd, the most difficult thing we talked about. What's the most, not the easiest, but most rewarding? Oh, jeepers! Um, Just your teachers. You can say it. <laughs> 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 no, I no. You guys, for instructors wise, you guys are really, really good. I actually look forward to coming in here and learning. I mean, I, there's I've learned a whole bunch of stuff, and it seems like every day is always I'm learning something new. So, I mean, difficult wise for me, why? I mean, just the backing in general, like ninety degree back is still hard. I mean, you put a boat. I put a boat trailer on the back of my truck. I can do that hands down any day. <laughs> but 53 foot trailer that's a whole different monster <laughs> yeah um and you got the you know there's the parameters that we work around is five you know, get the five minutes which i think is four minutes longer than you need but when you're told that it's five <laughs> minutes like it's burning in the back of your mind you know i've only got five minutes and it burns you um and the other thing is you only get one pull up on your test on that 90 and in the real world you can take 17 pull-ups if you need it you know <laughs> So, well, you might get some heckling on the CB a little bit. You'll get a lot of heckling. (laughs) (laughs) You'll you'll get a lot of heckling, but I mean, but you can take as many as you want. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I always tell, I always tell students, you know, when you're new and you get into that big distribution center and you're trying to figure out how to, how to maneuver, get straight and then get backed in, just turn the CB off. It's the best way to go. (laughs) You don't don't listen to any of those bozos. Yeah, yeah, true. So we we covered some of the obstacles and and the rewards and um, you you mentioned that you don't have a I don't say you don't have a plan looking forward but Masons may not be the plan it might maybe it is maybe it's not um, what other what are you looking forward to I guess in in class and we have got we're like six weeks since so we're not quite we're about a third of the way so what are you looking forward to for the next twelve you know twelveish weeks. Um, basically, I'm looking forward to eventually, I mean, I'm hoping I can do it, do it on the first time, get my CDL, pass, pass that test and 
graduate i mean that's yeah, a, yeah. to me that that's a huge feat it, to take care to have doing a cdl and then taking care doing a class on top of it i mean it's a lot of stuff so we had a gentleman last semester who was a retired dentist and a totally accomplished individual and he had his private pilot's license great dude uh, and a great great guy still friends with him i haven't seen him since class but I, he's he's uh, welcome here anytime and enjoyed having him in class so anyway what i'm getting at is he got done with this and he said it was the hardest thing he's ever done isn't that crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i know what you mean when you say this is rewarding like when when it's done i mean uh, leading up to that there's there's anxiety and stress and it's just going to be just is what it is yeah. once I, you I pass would, it though it's a fresh bottle of whiskey right there boy <laughs> <laughs> no I, I would definitely think that pulling somebody's teeth out by the roots is is one of the hardest things you ever done or getting in the air and yeah traveling at thirty thousand foot <laughs> i <laughs> i don't know <laughs> he said this was one of the hardest things and you know he's not he's a good example because he is so accomplished but there yeah. have been a lot of a lot of people it, it, it is a perfect example i i've done a lot of things in my life but trucking and going through this program was was definitely the hardest and it wasn't just you know the program it was the whole year after into your into your first position is is a challenge yeah very for much sure. so you know so so um speaking of that i've been in pretty close contact for the last few weeks with a, a graduate that grad it was a, a female that graduated about a year and a half ago and we we've, we've had um several conversations she's an over-the-road trucker um they keep her kind of kind of regional but she's definitely over the road um she has said uh, what a learning curve there has been over the first year and i said i told her the other day i said yeah and really for me it was about two years after school yeah. you know that that i really felt you know accomplished or finished or whatever and i and i still learn i've been on the road for forever and ever now and it seems like every day i learn something so it doesn't matter how long you're out there you'll, you'll still learn stuff and i it's just real neat to pick her brain being that she is a relatively new year and a half recent graduate and she's still out there thinking she's doing really well and she is but also knowing that she is learning every day is you know you really do got it but you really are still learning well i think that first year is um you know you're adjusting to the schedule your schedule can be all over the place um, you're adjusting to not having the butterflies or the nerves or anxiety of getting sent to a new place that you've never been to before. Um, I, I think just learning the whole shifting aspect and getting that polished off and the backing aspect into some of these tight shipper receivers, that's the part that kind of takes a whole year, in my opinion. And then, like you said, the second year is more, you know, now that you've been taken advantage of by shippers and receivers for that whole first year, now you learn how to deal with them in a way that can get you results so you're not sitting at a loading dock for four, five, six hours on end. You know, maybe there's things you can do um, in a professional manner to help expedite that process a little bit better. You mm -hmm. know, So you're learning all the other nuances that whole second year. At the oh, same time, you're kind of getting complacent too. You know, So that's when a lot of people say that bad things can happen in um, that second year because now you're just comfortable with the road and, and your skills and your abilities. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. I know my experience was different than, than yours. I was I went straight over the road when I went and and you, you stayed more, you know, kind of regional. Yeah, I was kind um, of at the same same places a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. And when I did it, did you have GPS when, when you went? 
Yeah, I, I just used it on my phone though. Yeah, so but I mean, I always backed everything up by by map. Right, right. Yeah, when I was when I started trucking, we didn't have GPS. Like it wasn't right. a thing, wasn't invented. So everything was you paid very close attention to the directions you were given and and r- the way you wrote them down. I mean, that's what we used to have to do: you write everything. You know, call the shipper, write everything down, and record it, and find your way there. And right, we got really good at asking questions about any you know given place to go to. Do you have two driveways or one? Or right, are you around back? Where's your loading dock? Because usually the person you're talking to is the secretary, and she can tell you how to get to the front door. Sure. She doesn't sure. understand that, you know, oh, yeah, the trucks have a different entrance. And, oh, yeah, you know, uh, there's a gate there and you, you you know you can't park there or you can park there or whatever. You know, you just get used to asking questions. Well, I keep all the, you know, as far as GPS goes, everything I always just kind of kept in my head, right turn here, right turn there, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Um, but what I really liked <clears throat> the GPS for was being able to look at a facility and get the overhead aerial view. And, yep. and that way you could figure out on your own, yep, that's the entrance. That's where the, that's where the guard shack is. That's where the office is to check in. And, you know, you kind of get that dialed in. But, you know, like yeah, you, saying, it, you always back it up by a map because you can't trust GPS. Right. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good good thing good plan and we go over that in class too but just yep. yeah, just between us yeah for sure that's that's coming up so we'll be doing map and trip planning and what are we starting next week log, uh, log books right yeah log books for next week yep yeah so i actually enjoy teaching log books they're interesting it's something no one in the class knows about they might have a general idea on how to talk about hazard perception or railroad crossings or uh, I don't know, blind spot awareness or something. Sure. These are things that they, people know. Like they walked into trucking, they kind of knew that when they walked in the building. They don't know about logbooks. There's not anybody sitting in that classroom right now that knows anything about logbooks except how to spell it. Right, right. So it's a fun for me to teach that because it really opens their eyes. And all, all of a sudden, I think this is the point of this semester where things start to really click. Like, it, I have to do these things in this order because I'm on a real time crunch. If I'm going to make money and get my miles in, I need to do it like this. And, you know, of course, shortly after this, trip planning starts. So that logbooks go right hand in hand with trip planning because, yes, all of that makes it, it has to go together to make the whole thing work. Yeah. I think the way we have it formatted out, this we have a step-by-step process, and it just seems to flow pretty good. We make uh, adjustments on the fly here and there, but I think uh, I think the way we got it spelled out works. Yeah, yeah I, we we revamp it every semester, different things every semester, make it better every semester. But uh, what we're doing is, yeah, we're, we're we're on. So so far, for what you've learned, Todd, do you think up until now you you could have learned everything in 160 hours? Oh no way, no way, <laughs> no possible. There's, there's too much information to try and do it within 160 hours. Just you wait for us to get through the next four weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this before. We know what's coming. <laughs> so when you when you chose Alex Tech for uh, truck driving, did you know we were this comprehensive, or d- had you looked at other schools? Actually, I hadn't looked at any other schools. I, like I said, my wife. Working at Mason Brothers, she's been here. She's come here and talked talk to you guys and stuff, and she just said you guys are probably one of the best programs out there. So, and she said if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna go to school, now's the time to do it and just do it, do it the right way and go to the right school. Oh, that's good. I I enjoy hearing those words. Yeah, we, for sure. we get we get some of that from our industry partners. We um, yeah we do. And yeah. and it's uh, it's refreshing to know that they 
I think anybody that kind of comes through and pays attention to us, they yeah. like they like what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I also think the on the other side of that, with people come and they're like, I don't, "What the heck? These other places doing four weeks? Why are you taking 16? Right. Well, yeah, but wait a minute. <laughs> you have no idea what they're doing in four weeks and what we're doing in 16. Yeah. We're we're completely different. Differentiating those comments on social media is is kind of a challenge sometimes because they just like mm-hmm. you said they're they're ignorant to the fact of what actual truck driving teaching is. And it's not right. we're just putting them in a truck teaching them to go down the road shift and back there's so much more to it that a prospective employer doesn't have to round or polish out they can spend the time worrying about how the route works and maybe a little bit of polishing up on the shifting and and a little bit of the backing here and there but for the most part even that our students are pretty well rounded i would say definitely entry level ready by the time we leave here they're definitely entry level ready so todd we got a chance to pick your brain just a little bit what are your questions for us? Um, put you on the spot again, didn't put me, I? Put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I right now I really don't have any other. I really don't have any questions right now. Um, like I said, there's there's so much information that you guys are giving us and stuff, and it's very it's it's a lot of stuff to absorb in. But I mean, I'm getting I I'm starting to pick up on it. So yeah, I mean, I really don't have a any questions right now i mean it's is there anything you'd like to see different or anything that we could do different that would benefit you better in this program honestly right now i mean maybe like like you guys have said before i mean if we could get some more uh people that have a cdl and stuff so we could be out on the road more i think that's gonna that i've already been out there three times and i can already tell that from the first time to my third time i'm getting a lot more comfortable and stuff and you, I, you see a definite difference between oh, each time you go out. Yep, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I think that'd be one thing. Yeah, if we could get, if we, if we could definitely be out on the road more. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be, it's like I said, I'm getting a lot better. I can. I'm talking to other, other people that have been out there. They are getting a lot better too now. They've been on the road a lot more and stuff. So, and and that comes for people that are listening. That comes basically after a certain subset gets their licenses. As soon as we start getting licensed we can put more people on the road because right now it's jason and i um, we can only do so many rounds in a day we try to work with those that have a little more uh, struggle going on and get them up to snuff but again there's only so much time in the day but as they start getting their licenses now we can convoy around and um, put put like todd was saying more people on the road so yeah we'll we'll get there it is um i agree with you that that's been a, a bone that i've picked with my administration for a while since i've been here that we could use more instructors but um i gotta see it from their point of view too there's a budget and and truck driving school inherently is expensive just because there's trucks there's maintenance there's fuel there's insurance you know it's more than a math class needs a book and a pencil you know we need Mm -hmm. a lot of money and equipment and um when we start packing then they also need one instructor to teach math you know we've we pack it up with a bunch of instructors and we're all of a sudden not going to be able to afford a program at all so i get i get your struggle i and i wish that we did i i keep trying and they keep you know i keep getting my answers so um i did want to talk about stuff that's coming up in the future i i don't know if i want to say that i'm excited about this but it's a little bit excited about it oh you're excited <laughs> We've got an advisory board meeting. Our annual advisory board meeting is coming up on Thursday. 
so there's some good stuff going on here um we don't we had, we had a meeting yesterday i felt was very productive um, amongst um some of the key you know people around the school i thought that went really well i'm anxious to bring up some of that to our advisory board that advisory board meeting is, is mid the mid part of next week um i can see the i've got my rsvps i've got a handful that have committed to coming i know we'll have we'll, we'll see a few more trickle and um the uh, a f one of our current students will be there maybe maybe a couple and i've invited one of our former students and maybe i'll try and find another former so that advisory board thing is coming up and that's i don't want to say it's a big deal or that i'm excited for it just so there's a thing that's happening and out of the ordinary but with that uh, I don't have that. Kind of wraps me up for a for a podcast, there, Tom. Yeah, I think so. I think that's uh, episode uh, twenty five. There, we appreciate you coming out, Todd. Yeah, thanks, and, Todd. Uh, yeah, thank you. If you're willing, we'll probably have you on again before the semester is done. We'll catch so. you after you get the license next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'd we'd just like to update and and see you know what progressions have been made and maybe have other questions than the next time around. So. But with that, uh, you can email us if you have questions as the listening audience. Email us professionaltruckdriver at alextech.edu. You can now find us on TikTok. Uh, we are Pro Truck Driver on TikTok. Our YouTube channel is Alexandria Technical and Community College. And our Facebook page is Professional Truck Driver. So you can see us on any of those platforms. And uh, with that, we'll bid you farewell for this week. We'll see you in a couple weeks, everybody.